الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين إذا فعلوا فاحشة أو ظلموا أنفسهم ذكروا الله فاستغفروا لذنوبهم ومن يغفر الذنوب إلا الله ولم يصروا على ما فعلوا وهم يعلمون صدق الله العظيم مستقر علماء الكرام بدرنا الدرس in this ayat of the quran sharif allah taala describes one of the very salient aspects about the muttaqin those who truly fear allah tabaarak wa taala they have the consciousness of allah taala in their hearts those who have this taqwa and they live their lives in the light of this taqwa so allah taala mentions some aspects about these people in the ayat preceding this Allah Ta'ala mentions about the muttaqin that they are those who spend in ease in adversity they restrain their anger they forgive these are all their salient qualities and then further Allah Ta'ala says in this ayat that they are those people والذين إذا فعلوا فاحشة أو ظلموا أنفسهم ذكروا الله فاستغفروا لذنوبهم الذين متقين in this theme of taqwa throughout the Quran Sharif right from the beginning till the end is the theme of taqwa right at the beginning of the Quran Sharif the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says hudal lil muttaqin guidance for the muttaqin and then this theme continues right across right till the end we are now in the time when now the days before ramadan the countdown we may call it is in double digits now no more triple digits is less than 3 months away and the month of ramadan the main theme of the month of ramadan is taqwa allah taala himself says that this month has been given to you to acquire this taqwa and often this is not even then taken to heart or anything comes into the mind that something wrong has happened here it's just taken well this is part of life it might be somebody who is once junior on subordinate it might be a servant might be a maid it might be one's employee it might be one's wife one's children and sometimes things are said things are done which put people under tremendous pain emotional pain and a person doesn't give any thought to it that i did something i hurt somebody i caused some harm to someone i will be questioned about this nothing nothing crosses the mind so allah taala says the muttaqin are not like that the muttaqin they are insan they can slip up the muttaqin also sometimes can slip up somewhere and in the slip up sometimes they can maybe vent some anger somewhere maybe sometimes they did something else and sometimes they may overstep the mark in how they dealt with others 
But because of this taqwa, then what do they do? So this is the first part of it. وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاحِشَةً And then أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ Or they have oppressed their own selves. Oppressing oneself in which regard? How does a person end up oppressing his own self? So in another ayat Allah tabarak wa ta'ala mentions إِنَّ الشِّرْكَ لَظُلْمٌ عَظِيمٌ Shirki is a severe, very great zulm. So we understand that sin is a zulm. Shirk is the highest form of this zulm on one's own self. So now any sin that a person commits, he is committing zulm upon himself because he is going to subject himself to this difficulty that will come as a result of the sin. So he is putting himself into an, he is oppressing his own self. So the first part of it is oppressing others. And the second part is oppressing his own self. How? By sinning. By transgressing the laws of Allah Ta'ala. Because these things bring about their reactions. The consequences come. Allah Ta'ala says, But now we are talking about the muttaqeen. It started off with the muttaqeen. سَارِعُوا إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضُ عِدَّتْ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ Allah Ta'ala says that rush towards the Jannat, rush towards the Maghfirat of Allah Ta'ala wa ta'ala is forgiveness and to the Jannat, which Allah Ta'ala has prepared for the Muttaqeen. And who are the Muttaqeen? They are these people with these qualities. And among these qualities are when this slip-up has happened sometimes. In that moment something was said by mistake, person acted in a way which was not right so they don't leave it there and forget about it they don't just brush it aside they don't just sweep it under the carpet and say well no don't worry about this no they make amends immediately what happens is Zakarullah they immediately remember Allah wa ta'ala. now this remembering Allah ta'ala is the barkat of the taqwa so started off right at the top with the taqwa that these are the muttaqeen so the muttaqeen also are insan, they can slip up. But with the barakat of the taqwa, zakarullah, immediately the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala comes deep into the heart, comes to the fore. They remember Allah Ta'ala. What is the meaning of this remembering Allah Ta'ala? Mufassirin explained five meanings of this. The first meaning of zakarullah, they immediately reflect upon the greatness of Allah Allah Ta'ala is the creator of everything Allah Ta'ala is the creator of the universe Allah Ta'ala is my creator Allah Ta'ala has full power and qudrat over me in this moment if Allah wishes he can paralyze me in this moment if Allah Ta'ala wishes he can bring down his wrath and punishment upon me so they remember the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. وَوَعِيدَهُ and the warnings of Allah Ta'ala. Various warnings Allah Ta'ala has sounded in the Qur'an Sharif. 
that those who are ungrateful to Allah Ta'ala, those who transgress the laws of Allah Ta'ala, what are the consequences? In the ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu has detailed, which is from Allah Ta'ala, they now reflect upon these warnings and when they reflect upon this they immediately hold back that how can I continue with this how can I ever bring myself into this kind of situation how can I hurt somebody else how can I oppress my own self so zakarullah zakaru azamatahu wa wa'idahu the warnings of Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala can turn the situation and Allah Ta'ala has turned situations. Allah Ta'ala has turned the first people's situation of deen. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us and grant us afiyat in deen and in dunya. People's deen went upside down. Because they took things for granted. They trampled people, did what they want. And person who was progressing tremendously in deen suddenly flipped. Now outwardly there didn't seem to be any link with what happened. What happened? How did this happen? But going backwards, often it is some kind of major disrespect somewhere. Or it is trampling somebody. Hurting someone. That just causes a complete turnaround in a person's condition. Because sometimes a cry from the depth of the heart, even the person crying didn't hear it, but Allah Ta'ala heard it. That pain that somebody got subjected to, that cry is from the depth of the heart, no sound came out from the mouth, even the ears of the person who emitted that cry from the heart didn't hear it. But Allah Ta'ala heard it. And that person sometimes is so helpless that he can't even say half a word, forget one word. That is the most dangerous situation. Because when that person said half a word and one word too, then they too in, a, in some way took some kind of Revenge maybe, some degree, maybe 1% of whatever it was. But not even that half a word came out. They are so helpless that then Allah Ta'ala takes revenge on their behalf. So, ذَكَرُوا عَذَمَتَهُ وَوَعِيدَهُ That how Allah Ta'ala can turn situations, completely change the situation. Overnight things can happen. One person had gone somewhere, so he went to visit this place called Chernobyl some perhaps 20 years ago or something there was a major gas leak there so he went to see the place or oh, whatever so he was giving now this little so it's these things are not places to go and waste time looking at in that regard just as a kind of side thing but nevertheless for an Ibra deeper person went to take Ibra from it then there's something worthwhile the Ibra in it was according to what he was describing is that this place was among the most among the most prosperous cities in the Soviet Union at that time place of 50,000 people 50,000 people very affluent because this place was a industrial adjoining industrial place whatever the case is where the nuclear reactor then something happened exploded and Overnight, within 30 hours, within 30 hours, one moment it is a bustling place and thriving and prospering and 50,000 people in a major city, very well developed, high-rise buildings and everything. And from the time that that incident took place, 
He says, in under 30 hours it became a ghost town. And 20 years later it's still like that. Within 30 hours, whatever somebody could grab and run from there, they grabbed and ran. Uh, it took a couple of hours before people were aware of what really has transpired and the gravity of it. And then the announcement that now you must move now. So now in that time, whatever people in that panic, and says, within 30 hours, a place that was bustling 50,000 people became a ghost town. Not one person. And right now, 20 years later too, you have to go there with an oxygen mask. You can't go just like that, otherwise you'll get infected with whatever and might end up catching cancer, that's what they say. Now these are not just things for the sake of some historical uh, record or anything. This is not far off from us. But these are lessons, these are ibrads. These are things to take a lesson from, take ibrads from. This is the qudrat of Allah Ta'ala. How something can change overnight. So when a person, Allah forbid, that he's fallen into something, but if he's trying to follow the path of taqwa, then immediately, inshallah, this remembrance of Allah Ta'ala will come. But the zakarullah, they remember Allah Ta'ala, the zikr, and this remembrance of Allah Ta'ala comes when the zikr of Allah Ta'ala is an ongoing aspect in the person's life. Every day, he's dedicating time to remember Allah Ta'ala, then when nafs and shaitan are trying to drop him, then to the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala comes forward. But if every day goes without any remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, just carries on, at that time to nothing will come to mind. So, zakaru azamatahu wa wa'idahu. Then, zakaru Allah, zakaru al-arda alayhi. They immediately reflect and think about the time when they are going to be presented in the court of Allah Ta'ala. Can you imagine the day of Qiyamah? and the scene of Qiyamah and the whole makhluk of Allah Ta'ala present and everything is now going to be spilt how a person conducted himself, what he did how he treated others how he conducted himself in privacy everything is going to now come out as a result they thereafter fear which is the next tafsir Zakaru su'alahu bizambihim yawm al-qiyamah they remember the questioning of Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah how did you spend your life? What did you do? Where did you go? How did you conduct yourself in, a pri- in your privacy, in public? How did you treat others? Zakaru su'alahu bizambihim. They remember the questioning on the day of Qiyamah. And this makes them now stop in their tracks. How can I continue with this? How can I continue in this manner? How can I conduct myself in this way with others? Then Zakaru Jalalahu Fahabu. They remember at that time the grandeur of Allah Ta'ala. And as a result, this fear and awe comes into their hearts. That Allah Ta'ala has full authority over everything. Allah Ta'ala can take me to task. And then Zakaru Jamalahu Fastahyu. They remember all the the compassion, the kindness, the mercy of Allah Ta'ala and this makes them feel ashamed of themselves Allah Ta'ala has given me everything Allah Ta'ala has granted me this life Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with all these limbs Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with every faculty and every moment I am enjoying countless bounties and benefits of Allah Ta'ala and now to go and 
break Allah Ta'ala's commands in such a blatant manner to just be careless and heedless of everything let's just be home of a servant of Allah Ta'ala now that comes in the heart and when that comes in the heart now they feel ashamed they don't know how can I carry on like this that haya now becomes a barrier that haya from Allah Ta'ala the haya from Allah Ta'ala once Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam addressed the Sahaba and he said to them istahyu min Allahi haqqal haya adopt haya from Allah Ta'ala in the manner that you should be adopting haya fulfilling the rights of haya so they replied and said no alhamdulillah we do have haya for Allah Ta'ala because their hearts were forever conscious of Allah Ta'ala so Nabi Islam said no that's not what I am referring to I am saying what I am saying is something more specific and then Nabi Islam explains that the person who truly has haya for Allah Ta'ala what will he do? He will look after his head and whatever the head contains. The head, the mind is there. He'll look after his mind. He'll be ashamed. Just like he will be ashamed to do things in public, he'll be ashamed to think deliberately of things that are sinful and evil. To fantasize haram. Allah is watching. Allah is aware. Maybe I can hide it from my wife, but can I hide it from Allah Ta'ala? And Allah Ta'ala has kudrat of exposing that to others also. So now he thinks about that. Istahyu min Allahi haqqal haya, yahfaz al-ra'sa wa ma wa'a. And the head, whatever is the region of the head, he looks after his eyes. Guards his gaze, doesn't come at haram, looking at haram, and importing the haram into his heart through his eyes. Because that totally destroys the heart. When that haram is ex- imported through the eyes, then the effect of that sits deep down in the heart. And then that contaminates the heart. And now when the heart is infected and contaminated by that evil and filth, then that causes that corruption to now start becoming apparent in every other way. And the heart gets completely turned away from Allah Ta'ala. So now he'll look after his gaze, he'll look after his ears, he'll look after his tongue, all this is in the region of the mouth, uh, the head. So now this is part of haya for Allah Ta'ala. يَحْفَزَلْ بَطَنَ وَمَا حَوَى And he, part of this haya for Allah Ta'ala is that he looks after his stomach and what it takes in. Meaning that he is conscious about what he eats, that it must be always halal. And tayyib. Because Allah Ta'ala is the nourisher, Allah Ta'ala is the sustainer, Allah Ta'ala has made certain things permissible, certain things impermissible. How can he just go and blatantly disregard what Allah Ta'ala has made haram? So now he'll be very careful, very conscious. Allah Ta'ala has provided this body, and Allah Ta'ala has provided all the halal sustenance. Why should I go and put haram into it? Whether it is that item itself is haram, or the wealth with which it is going to be now purchased. That wealth was earned in a haram manner. Because that too will bring the same end result. Of haram being consumed. And once haram is consumed. Then that becomes the root of all the corruption within a person. Because that haram now starts generating haram nourishment. And that haram nourishment and that heart is also nourished with that haram. And that heart starts thinking haram. And once the heart starts thinking haram only, then the body is going to act in that manner. 
And then there's Jannah, there's Jahannam also. So in any case, they think about this and they become ashamed. That how can I conduct myself in this manner? Now this is that barakat of that taqwa. Zakarullah. And when they remember Allah Ta'ala, فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ Now this is a muttaqeen. A muttaqi is not a person who cannot commit sin. A muttaqi is a person who does not deliberately commit sin. But can he sometimes make a mistake somewhere, fall by chance? Yes, it can happen. But when it happens, he doesn't remain fallen. Zakarullah fastaghfaru li bihim. They immediately seek the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala. But here again, the wording is very significant. That this istighfar is the barakat of the zikr. That the person who is constant on his zikr, he can fall too. But if he falls, that remorse and regret will come immediately. And as a result of zikr, فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ ذَكَرُوا اللَّهِ فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ He's constant on his zikr, that remorse will come. And that remorse will make him now sincerely repent. And if the zikr goes away from his life, then that remorse and regret will die too. And when that remorse and regret dies, then a person doesn't even think about repenting. Then he just procrastinates the tawbah later, afterwards. Ramadan is coming, Ramadan is not far away, we'll do it in Ramadan. Then I'll sort everything out. We don't have any guarantee for, let alone tomorrow for tonight. But we'll be procrastinating it for Ramadan. But the person who has this zikr in his heart, then this istighfar will not be delayed for the next moment. Zakarullah, fastaghfaru li dhunubihim. Amay yaghfiru dhunuba illa Allah. Allah Ta'ala saying, who else can forgive but Allah Ta'ala? Who else can forgive sins but Allah Ta'ala? Allah alone is the one who forgives. Nobody else can do anything in terms of forgiving somebody. Allah alone will forgive. So now he turns to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala in sincere repentance. If perchance that Tawbah breaks, he repeats that Tawbah. In the Hadith Sharif, Sayyid Siddiq Akbar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, it is his statement that is quoted, Ma asarra man istaghfara. The person who sincerely repents, he seeks Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. This person is not part of those who persist on sins. And therefore this is what Allah Ta'ala says afterwards. That وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُ الظُّنُوبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Further regarding this muttaqeen, Allah Ta'ala says وَلَمْ يُسِرُّوا عَلَى مَا فَعَلُوا وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ And they don't persist on what they have done. They made a mistake. But now they clear it up and they move on. They shed some sincere tears of remorse and regret and sometimes it be tears of blood but they will be sincere about that repentance about not committing that wrong again and why does this uh, remorse come and they do not persist upon it because they are aware, aware of what يَعْلَمُونَ قُبْحَ أَعْمَالِهِمْ They are aware of the 
severity of that sin and that action that they have done that no matter what it is it's after all Allah Ta'ala's disobedience and the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala is a very dangerous thing it's not the size of the disobedience that now will make a difference that how dangerous it is a huge fire and a small fire can eventually do the same damage a huge fire will burn a person down in one moment and the small fire might take one hour it'll eventually get to the same point so a person who has this fear of Allah Ta'ala in his heart, the taqwa in his heart he doesn't start saying well this is a small sin so it's not a problem no no it's a big problem so they do not persist on the wrong that they have done because they can they reflect upon what the gravity of the situation is this is the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala how can I persist in this so as a result they make sincere tawbah when the person has made sincere tawbah his taqwa which got disrupted because of that sin got restored like a person's wuzu broke so he went and made wuzu again now some people are in that habit that as soon as the wuzu breaks they go and refresh it renew it so such people they are called that these people remain perpetually in wuzu say ba wuzu but the person's wuzu broke, he stepped away, his wuzu broke he answered the call of nature, his wuzu broke but because he immediately renews that wuzu he doesn't leave it for another time so though it broke, he still described as somebody who is perpetually in wudu. So the person who, without any delay, makes sincere toba, fulfilling the conditions of that toba. So Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala declares such a person also as part of the muttaqin. This is Allah Ta'ala's grace, Allah Ta'ala's mercy. Now this is what we need to absorb deep down in our hearts. That Allah Ta'ala is showering His grace so much. On the one hand, we have been commanded to be among the muttaqeen. On the other side, we are so weak. But Allah Ta'ala is saying, just keep up this toba very sincerely. What might happen thereafter, don't fall into that now. That toba must be genuine, must be sincere. It mustn't be lip service. It mustn't be just something just as a routine, something just as for the sake of just getting something done. Oh, there must be the deep, sincere regret and remorse in the heart. There must be the genuine dua. The dua, what is the dua of a person who everything is apparently going fine, he doesn't have any challenges, so to say, he'll also make dua. And Allah forbid that somebody else has a situation where somebody in the family is on life support. So now that person is going to make dua also. So this person's dua and that person's dua, will it be exactly the same? That person's dua is going to come from another depth of the heart. We are all in a way, in a kind of iman support at the moment. Because we are on touch and go. We don't know what next. Every turn and at every step there is some challenge and some... Uh, attack of nafs and shaitan on that iman the environment everything else like that person on life support is like touch and go don't know what's, what's the next moment Any mo- every moment is like a new moment don't know what's going to be the outcome so we like on iman support and therefore that dua has to be that deep deep hearted dua and that deep hearted toba also 
And especially in the times that we are in, we have to immerse ourselves in this istighfar. Over and above the mamulat, whatever zikr, tasbihat, tilawat, etc. that a person is doing, that must continue. Over and above that, istighfar must be made almost constantly. Every now and again, the tongue must be just showing with istighfar. Because with istighfar, Allah Ta'ala, istighfiru rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara, yursilis sama'a alaykum midrara. Allah Ta'ala says, with this istighfar, Allah Ta'ala gives the various benefits that will come as a result of this istighfar. Allah Ta'ala will send down the rains. Allah Ta'ala will grant you offspring, help you with wealth. So all these various benefits will come, meaning the rahmat and the grace and mercy of Allah Ta'ala will come. So obviously the calamities and hardships will be uplifted. Security and peace will become the order of the day then. Currently it's the opposite. Everything is upside down. So now together with the correct amal, staying away from sin, because sin draws down the azab of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So to become conscious of this, make ourselves conscious of it, our families conscious of it, keep reminding ourselves, reminding our families that life is very precious, life is very short. We don't have any idea what's tomorrow. Every day comes with something new and it's not just passing time, just going along, just trying to live up life, just trying to have fun and excitement. No, no, this life is a very, very serious matter. Yes, Allah Ta'ala has given us that out of His grace and mercy, so many things to enjoy out of the bounties of Allah Ta'ala, the halal ni'mads, so many things Allah Ta'ala has made permissible for us. But the purpose of life must not be lost. The focus of this journey of life must not be forgotten. The focus is akhirat. This world is not the be all and end all. And fun and excitement of dunya is not the object of life. Object of life is to recognize Allah Taala. Object of life is to make our akhirat. Dunya mazraatul akhirah. This world is the planting field of the hereafter. What a person plants here, that is what he will reap there. He plants weeds here, he will reap thorns there. And he plants flowers here, then he will get the roses there. So this is the planting field. What we will plant here, that is what we will benefit in the akhirat. So we cannot afford to lose focus of this. For this we have to keep conscientizing ourselves. The talim in the home is extremely important for ourselves, for our families, to keep this consciousness alive. What is the purpose of this? Otherwise the focus can just so easily get lost. And a person will end up making dunya his whole purpose of life. And dunya, making the dunya and enjoying the dunya, that becomes the be-all of it. So now in order to enjoy it, that fun and excitement, he has to make it. So now the whole focus is just making it and enjoying it. But obviously to enjoy it how he wants it, so all the barriers have to be dropped. In earning it, the barriers are gone. Allah Ta'ala's commands are now forgotten. And in using it also, Allah Ta'ala's commands are forgotten. And then suddenly life is gone. Suddenly the angel of death has come and knocked on the door. Now the person is bewildered too late. Allah Ta'ala has given us some chance still. We don't know when our time comes. We have to be concerned deep down in, about ourselves firstly. That how can we better our own selves, cleanse our hearts out of all the evils and vices, 
bring our life according to the commands of Allah Ta'ala, according to the Mubarak way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and conscientize our families, and pass this message on to one and all. Allah Tabarak Wa Ta'ala, give us the tawfiq, wa akhiru da'wana, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Make zikr for a few minutes in the dua, inshallah. This is reported in the Hadith Sharif, the person recites La ilaha illallah hundred times daily. Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah, with the blessing and barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will grant him the tawfiq of righteous actions and the tawfiq of staying away from sin. And inshallah, this will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. So we should therefore try and make a practice of this daily in our time and space that we recite La ilaha illallah hundred times. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Recite Guru La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama tasliman Kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada Ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Bima huwa ahnu La ilaha illallah 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 
یا ارحم الراحمین اللہ موفقنا لما تحب و تربا اللہ موفقنا لما تحب و تربا اللہ موفقنا لما تحب و تربا وجعل آخرتنا خیرا من الولا اللہ ثبتنا على الایمان و امتنا على الایمان احشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان واجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم ارنا الحق حقه وارزقنا اتباعه وارنا الباطل باطله وارزقنا اجتنابه Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, O most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down your makhirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Shower down your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the pain and suffering of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, we acknowledge all the difficulties and hardships are due to our sins, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. And forgive the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amals that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire ummah from those amals that bring down azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Make us your loyal slaves, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, every moment, every second, Ya Allah, we are enjoying your great bounties, Ya Allah. Countless ni'mas and bounties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. After enjoying all your bounties, we have been so disobedient to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whereas you have full qudrat upon us, Ya Allah. But you have been so kind, Ya Allah. You have been so merciful, Ya Allah. You have been so tolerant, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you did not take us to task when we were sinning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you did, not, you did not blind us, Ya Allah. You did not paralyze us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you did not cripple us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all this is purely your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. This is your clemency, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us a true understanding, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us a topic of sincere tawbah, Ya Allah. Give us a topic of truly repenting, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the haram and vices, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allahumma zukna hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wa al-abala al-lazhi yubalighuna hubbak. Allahumma jal hubbaka ahabba ilayna min anfusina wa ahlina wa min al-maa il-barid. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Follow our hearts with the love of his mubarak sunnah, Ya Allah. Enable us to live his mubarak sunnah, Ya Allah. Allah, remove the ways of the Yahud and Nasara from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove it from our lives, Ya Allah. Remove it from our homes, Ya Allah. Remove it from our families and children, Ya Allah. Remove it from our relatives, Ya Allah. Remove, remove it from the Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, bless the entire Ummah with the Ittiba of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Bless the entire Ummah with the Tawfiq of Ya Allah, living the Mubarak Sunnah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to Ya Allah, conduct ourselves in that manner and live that kind of life that becomes a means of cooling the Mubarak heart of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, we've caused him so much of taklif, so much of pain with our Ya Allah. Ya Allah, when he's being informed of what kind of actions his Ummah are doing, Ya Allah, what must be pain and suffering? Pain that must be going through his sensitive and Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, and how much we have contributed to that pain, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us a means of the coolness of his Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us such that he is pleased to see us on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. That he hugs us, Ya Allah. That we gain the water of course and from his Mubarak hand, Ya Allah. 
that he Allah makes shafaat and intercedes on our behalf, ya Allah. Allah save us from conducting ourselves in such a way, ya Allah. That on the day of Qiyamah he sees us and says, Sohkan, Sohkan, get away from here, get away from here. Allah, who will save us on that day, ya Allah? Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah, you forgive us, ya Allah. Forgive us, ya Allah. Make us your two servants, ya Allah. Enable us to perform our five times salah with jama'ah, ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, ya Allah. Allah, grant us the reality of deen, ya Allah. Grant us the value of deen, ya Allah. Put the azmat of deen in our hearts, ya Allah. Put the azmat of the amal of deen in our hearts, ya Allah. Put the hatred of sin in our hearts, ya Allah. Put the hatred of all haram in our hearts, ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to stay away from haram like we stay away from filth, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you put the hatred of that haram in our hearts, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, put the love of tilawat in our hearts, ya Allah. Put the love of zikr and dua in our hearts, ya Allah. Put the love of ibadat in our hearts, ya Allah. Put the love of the khidmat of deen in our hearts, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, put all the beautiful and noble qualities in our hearts, ya Allah. Remove all the evil qualities from us, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, those who are sick in hospitals, Ya Allah, give them complete shifa and afiyat, Ya Allah. Bring them back home quickly with complete afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Those who are in financial difficulties, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barkat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant barkat in life, Ya Allah. Grant barkat in each and every aspect, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are very weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have so many challenges, Ya Allah. We are so weak against nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we cannot take one step without your help, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you shower down your rahmat upon us, Ya Allah. You help us at every step, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, help us till the last breath, Ya Allah. At the time of our death, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Allah, take us on iman and kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Take us at the time you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make that the happiest moment of our lives, Ya Allah. Make that the most blessed moment of our lives, Ya Allah. That when we meet you, that you are happy with us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our covers with nur, Ya Allah. Make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have passed away from our families throughout the Ummah. Ya Allah, make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant them the highest stages in the Akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the work of deen taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it the means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, accept the efforts of da'wat and tabliyah, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the madaris, Ya Allah. Of the makatib, Ya Allah. Of the khanqaz, Ya Allah. Of all the organizations of deen, Ya Allah. Whatever work is taking place in the line of haq, Ya Allah. Accept it, Ya Allah. Make it the means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Make it the means of the benefit of the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, the upcoming ishtima, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it the means of hidayat for one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who have asked us to make dua for them, all those who have raised their hands with this dua, Ilahul Alameen, you are the know of each one's heart, Ya Allah. You know the cry of each one's heart, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant each one's joys needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant each one of us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله